Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Throwback Podcast. I'm Mark from the Throwback Store and I'm here with Ginger Shark. How are we doing? What a do? Not too bad. Happy to be back. Yeah, uh, left of people waiting. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah. exceptional circumstances and all that jigapokarokuri. Yeah, so I had COVID uh, and that nearly killed me off. Uh, it's like two weeks in bed, couldn't breathe properly, lethargic, couldn't walk up and down the stairs without panting, headaches. Oh, it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, so that is the reason why uh, there's been no podcast. Obviously, there was Christmas. We had, The plan was to have a week off for Christmas and then come back. But then I got COVID. Well, I got my positive results on the 4th. So it kind of just scuppered all the plans. But we're out. We're safe. We're healthy. And we're back. So that is the main thing. Uh, and we've come with a clean slate today. We've not really uh, planned what we're going to talk about. We're just going to ramble on for the first episode back. There's a lot to talk about, obviously. Firstly, we'll jump straight in with Harden. Uh, going to the net, which was probably the worst kept secret in NBA history, but how do you feel about that? What, how, what do you think the chances are of winning the title? What, how do you think that's going to go? Uh, I mean, first off, it's it's a monumental thing, isn't it? It's a big free. Um, Bro- Brooklyn is a franchise. You know, there was the whole thing where they were like, ah, oh, you know, it's deja vu. They've done this before. Well, it's they didn't not, really, it's did they? Isn't it? Yeah. Because it's like it's like <coughs> it's like shifting all your old shit clothes and buying a bit of half decent clobber. Yeah. But what they've done is they've shifted some half decent clobber and got fucking Gucci and Balenciaga. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like they've got they're the, the, the fucking Brooklyn bougie nets. Yeah. Like, obviously, but, from a basketball point of view, it's fantastic to have. James Harden back in a in a franchise. Um, a lot of questions were kind of being asked about him as an individual and as a human being, his work ethic, his approach to life is, you know, we spoke yeah. about it on the last podcast before Christmas and both kind of effectively said, you know what, like, outside of basketball, is this guy all right? Is there, yeah. you know, some underlying yeah. things? But issues or anything going on. But equally, you know, you look at us, we are human beings at the end of the day. If I'm in a job I don't like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give a hundred percent. If I've got a boss I don't like, do you know what I mean? If I've got a boss in life I don't particularly like, if I don't like the way a company's being ran, I'm like, well, I'm gonna go look to work in the same industry because that's where my skills are. But what like different company. But you know, James Harden can't walk up to the Houston Rockets and be like, do us a favour, lads, popping him a notice. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's different, isn't it? Does it the, the, the thing is, like like you just kind of touched on, if you're not happy in work, it bleeds into your life, doesn't it? Kind of, whether you like it or not, work is part of your life. And if you're not having a good time in work, it kind of... 
and it's so inspired, you know, and um, into into kind of. But we can have the same conversation about uh, like Kyrie Irving. In I was about to, to touch on this issues. Yeah. Like, we don't really know what's going on with Kyrie, and something's obviously affecting him. Yeah, yeah. He looked- I mean, uh, shout out to to Elliot, um, a hooping and looting, who who pointed out a very good thing, and he was like, you know, he even turned around. I was like, I had to come off social media for a few days because, like, <coughs> there's. As, as sports fans, we're passionate, we love it, we engross it, you know, we encapsulate it in our lives. It's a, it's a massive part of our day. It's, you know, if you're a basketball fan in the UK, you wake up in the morning, if you can't watch the game and you're not that bothered, you know, you've got a bleacher, you know, bleacher report, you've got, I mean, you've got all of these things coming up. So you find out what your team score was. If you're watching football, you're watching it or you find out what your team scores. It generally has a, you know, a bit of a side effect on your on your day, you know. If your team wins, then then you're sort of all right. Um, but ultimately, let's not let's not fuck around here, and let's not mince words. We don't own these people. No, no. And the franchises don't own these people. And you know, the same people that are sat there going shout out Demar Derozan, shout out you know uh, Kevin Love for coming out and talking about mental health. You know, big respect to these guys. They're shining a light on it. Well, congratulations, you've highlighted them because, no offence, they've done a Players' Tribune report, which is, yeah, a big, massive step. But do you know what that doesn't mean? Kyrie Irving doesn't need to come out and go, my head's fucked. Yeah, or I'm mentally ill. Or I cope right now. Oh, you know, I'm not coping right now. Like, we'll all joke, we'll all joke aside and be like, you know, he's, a, he's an interesting dude. He's, you know, uh, Fly Earth Society and all that. But yeah. ultimately, if he does have an issue going on at heart and if there is something he has to cope with, then do you know what? Like, we're just going to leave that as is and, and we'll leave him as the individual is and let him go on with it rather than, you know, poking around in his life and, and it's different. You know, maybe didn't go about it in the most professional manner. But equally, when you are at a low point mentally, you're not going to be like, oh shit, better ring the old boss and let him know I'm not coming in. Yeah. You know, you do, go, you do ghost the world. It is difficult because. Uh, he, there's two ways you can look at it, right? You can look at it as he's being unprofessional, he's being paid a substantial amount of money to perform, and he's not turning up for work. And that's just on the bait. That's just the that's just the surface. That is it. He's getting paid this money. He should be professional. And I hate this thing of when people say. Well, I couldn't do it from work. Well, you can, you can, and that's and you won't get sacked either. I could, I could just not ring work, not go in for a week, say for argument's sake, and then in a week's time, go into work, and they'd be like, "Right, we need to do a return to work interview with you to find out why you weren't at work." Yeah. So people saying, "Well, I couldn't do it." Well. You wouldn't get paid, but neither did Kyrie. He lost 1.4 million. And equally, equally, the guy's head might be minced. If you don't turn up into work, chances are you might be speaking to your close friends. That's totally fine. What you've not got is fucking ESPN. Exactly. Every fucker in the world turn around yeah. going, he ain't at work. Yeah, exactly. That's wrong, that is. Exactly. They've got James Harden. They should be at work. 
so, but you know what? I reckon Kyrie Evans a bit like Oregon Fuck, to be honest. Like, yeah, you know what well, I mean. Like, well, there's the other side of it with all the great work that Kyrie does in his community, especially in in New York. Uh, and obviously, he bought George Floyd's family a house, and all that is brilliant. But the only way he can continue to do that work is with this salary that he's earning from basketball. So it's kind of a catch-22 of he needs to go to work so he can continue to do the great work he's doing away from work, uh, financially anyway, like his financial impact on, on the work he does. But if you're not if you're not right, you're not right. And like he come back the other day, I think he dropped thirty seven. Was it on his game back? Yeah, yeah. Have a look. Yeah, he dropped thirty seven. Yeah, KD dropped thirty eight. Harden twenty one. But they got beat by the Cavs. So, but they've got things to figure out, haven't they? In regards to the dynamics of the team. Obviously, if Kyrie's only just coming back. Where do they all fit in? It's gonna take. I mean, it's it's that simple thing, isn't it? You could put you could put Lamborghini <laughs> wheels on a Ferrari and t- say it's the best car in the world, but yeah, until you get the right the right stuff together, it's not going to work yet. And I think ultimately, what we do all know is, you know, this should work. And yeah. shout out to the Brooklyn Nets because if it doesn't, yeah, the f- they're just going to get a shit ripped out of them again. Well, I seen uh, I seen a segment of the UK to BK podcast or the BK to UK, UK to the UK, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they were talking about it and saying, well, the Nets could be uh, like a uh, like a Portland Trailblazers, who are a great team and they do great things and they get to the semi-final most years, but they, they're never really in the race for the title. They're never really kind of... You never think, oh, they're going to do it this year. It's always, well, they'll get to the semis and then they'll get beat, or they'll get to the finals and then they'll get beat. And that is kind of how you'd be looking at the net if they didn't make this move. It'd always be, although Kyrie and KD can win you a championship, there is no doubt about that. They've both won championships. But it's that thing of they needed that something else, I think, to really make them a contender. And they've lost some assets, but they've gained... They've gained James Harden. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, let, let's not mess around here. Like, the starting five for, for the Brooklyn Nets, if everyone is healthy and, you know, in a good place and if it's gelling, you're talking about a borderline all-star team. Well, yeah. And then Joe Harris coming off the bench. Do you know what I mean? Like, combined, it is a team that has got a lot of, you know, a lot of promise. And, and I feel sorry if they do, do it, they could do it. I just really feel sorry for Dim Witty because again, if if he hadn't have if he hadn't have gone down injured, would they have brought James Harden in? I am of the opinion if he hadn't gone down injured, he would have been part of the Harden package. Do you think so? Yeah, if you're if you're if you're Houston, you're asking for him in you. 
you yeah of course well of course you are but i'm my thought process is <clears throat> if you had dimwitty and he was putting up good numbers before he went down uh like obviously he's put good numbers up for the last few seasons and levert doing what he was doing would you need james harden because those two combined and you're putting Dinwiddie into the second unit. Would they have been a stronger team overall without him? I mean, uh, yeah, there is, there is a, there is that respect. Obviously, and I do we're agree. talking about starting five, but then you get to the end of the game and you've got three players here who can make a play. You know. But I think it's that it's that thing like like we kind of highlighted, Joe. Okay, right. So, you know, sometimes, and it is one of the things that's beautiful about this game of basketball. You've got <coughs> James Harden on court. You've got Kyrie Irving. You've got you you've got Kevin Durant. These guys are dropping points. They will do. They'll be amazing. They're going to play the Cleveland Cavaliers, who, for all intents and purposes, are basically post LeBron rebuild. Ugly jersey, ugly city, bit of a waste of space in terms of the NBA. Yeah. And then and then you've got someone like Colin the Young Bull Sexton goes out there, game winning shot. I love Colin Sexton, by the way. Shout but you out. still look at it, you look at it, they've still dropped a significant amount of points. You know, like uh but it, it all it all goes down to that. It's, you know, it's, it shouldn't have gone down to one shot. All right, whatever. Fair enough. Sweet. First game they've all played together. Can't particularly have practiced together a lot. Bear with me one second, mate. I've just got a delivery. Yes, delivery time. It's nothing good. Oh, I thought he was going to get me. Wait, mate. You're not, they're still here, are they? The old ones. Vicky. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just because it's a different name. We yeah, 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 no, that's fine. No worries, yeah. What was it? He's nosy, isn't he? I was thinking that. What's it got to do with him? Isn't it? Fucking salmon. I know. Yeah, anyway. Back but, uh, so I think, like, so as I was sort of saying, like, yeah, they're not going to blow out games. They barely even practice together. Like you look at all star teams. Like even they have two, three practices together. It was nice, and for, they're playing for a game that's fucking nonsense. I know, and it, it was nice for like uh, Torin Prince and Jared Allen to get a W over their team that they just yeah. been traded from. So, Do you know I mean, but like in all intents and purposes, like <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Brooklyn are looking promising. But as you're about to tell me, Brooklyn aren't the best team in the East because <laughs> who is Mark? Yeah, because my Philadelphia 76ers are. And I think uh, Daryl Morey kind of fed Ben Simmons to the Wolves and was like, oh, no, you can have Ben Simmons. We'll take Harden. And then obviously when he went to the Nets, then they've had to go back and kind of try to repair that relationship. But I think Ben Simmons was just happy that he wasn't traded because he came out and said that he really thinks there's a, a chance or a championship this year. Uh, the way Embiid's playing, which is always the catalyst for how we play, I think he dropped 46 through the night or 40, 42. I think that would be 42 against the Celtics. 
shout out to all the Celtics fans who took the L and we're playing you again tonight, I think. Another L. Uh, so, yeah, like, it, it's looking good. It, it, all Dot Rivers has done is what everybody has been saying about Simmons and Embiid. Surround them with shooters and you'll win basketball games because when people are double-teaming Embiid now, he's passing out of the double-team and he's got Seth Curry, he's got Green, he's got Tobias Harris, he's got ben, he's got some other players that aren't Ben Simmons. Right, he but, can't. but it's like you look at Joel Embiid and I was looking at some of his highlights and I was like, my God, if this guy keeps up, he's going to be as good as Wendell Carter Jr. Said. Well, exactly, exactly. It's, it's just a matter of, just a matter of time, really, really. But any talking of your Bulls, Patrick Williams, happy. he's decent, isn't he? Looks it. Do you know what? Like, like I know we talk about, it, and I don't think enough's been made of it. And I'm obviously going to be biased, much as you're going to be biased about the Sixers. I'm going to be biased about the Bulls. Guys played <coughs> less than twenty games in the NBA. And so far, he's had to guard LeBron. He's had to guard Luca. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he's not, he's had to guard Kawhi. Like, he's not looked shit. Yeah. He's looked yeah. damn good. Done, and, well, done really well. You know, we, we, we beat Dallas. Um, we were very close to beating the Clippers, very close to beating the Lakers. It's been that it, all kind of. It's been a couple of points here and there. Yeah, and then and you. A lot, the person who kind of took that, the person who took a lot of that blame, is Zach Levine. Yeah, and as I kind of said, and I understand. You know, you want game finishes and you want people to finish the game for you, but the, I just struggle to 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 an extent understand. Well, you've just dropped thirty-five. You've kept us in the game. Yeah, but you've missed the game-winning shot, so you're a scumbag. Yeah. It's like, why well, he's awful. We well, fucking isn't, is it? Yeah, because he's just dropped thirty-five. Like you'd be buzzing if at the end of that it's Bulls win. Zach Levine's got thirty-eight. Yeah, exactly. But he's taking the but, shot. You know, like. <clears throat> but equally, as I sort of said when we were kind of coming up to the season, I was talking about the Bulls, and uh, you know we had the esteemed NBA analyst, Mister Momunzi, on. And I said the Bulls were going to make the playoffs, and y'all y'all laughed at me. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe it's all gone tits um, up in Atlanta, hasn't it? All the players that they got of like Bogdanovich is injured, uh, Rondo's injured, Collins wants out, Trey Young still can't defend. So to be fair, Trey Young's defending is about as good as his hairline. Oh. Terrible hurt line. Terrible. Like, terrible. Like, Trey, mate, commit. Yeah, shit. Just get rid of it. Go, it's go. been on top, son. Yeah, it, it's been like that for a while now. Uh, other teams who are interesting me this season Charlotte. Love what Charlotte are doing. Gordon Haywood putting up ridiculous numbers. Lamelo Ball looking like Rookie of the Year up to this point, uh, playing really really fun basketball, which is is nice to see. 
And I did see, uh, talking of Mo, uh, I did see an interview that Mo did. Can't remember who it was with, or I heard it. Uh, and he was talking about Charlotte being a destination now that players will want to go to due to the last dance and everybody seeing Michael Jordan and everybody wanting to be around Michael Jordan, that that could be a destination for players in free agency, which if they're playing fun basketball, if they're winning, if they if they come out with not necessarily a winning record this year, but a record, they may come out with a winning record, by the way, but a record that with, an, with a good... Shit. Yeah, with a good player could take them to a winning record or even a playoff berth. And again, they may they may end up in the playoffs this year. Uh, that 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 could be an interesting destination. But, for you not, but you know, I think that's fascinating that we're saying that now, and there's a very large chance that none of these guys. I mean, I don't know how the NBA is going to do it because I assume based on contracts and stuff. We know there's not going to be an all-star weekend. Yeah. But is there still going to be a kind of like an all-star team voted? And it's like, this is yeah. this is what, what it... Because, you know, a lot of players have stipulations in their contracts. If they voted to an NBA all-star game, it's yeah, fish, bash, bosh and whatever. Um, <clears throat> but at one point, they had the MJ owner. They had, you know, Kemba Walker, who was a, who was a killer. Yeah. Um, and people really didn't want it. The only person they could kind of get to go there was Nicholas Batum and Terry Rosier. Um, yes, they tried to get Gordon before, um, yeah, before it, before. Um, you do look at it and you go, yeah, it'd be nice, you know, for all intents and purposes, I'd love to have Charlotte as a, a team where I want to buy a jersey that a player is decent. I can't buy a Gordon Hayward jersey, mainly because in a polite manner, I don't agree with his potential political alliances. Yes. Yeah. Um, Lamelo Ball, all right, yeah, cool. But I don't particularly want to spend 90 quid to buy a jersey that's got four letters on it. Um, yeah. That's just because I'm tight. You are tight, yeah. Shout, shout out Fanatics or Nike or the Hornets fan store. Please send me a City jersey with Lamelo Ball on the back. I will wear it on the podcast. In nothing but a pair of teal white fronts. Perfect. Um, Which yeah. he's got on now, but oh no, we've seen he's been to the door. Um, but no, I mean, to, so so to be fair, like the Charlotte Hornets are fun to watch. They're an interesting team. Charlotte has always excited me as a team for player exclusives as well. Okay. Them jerseys are nice. Them colours are nice. Like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it was uh, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. Gilchrist was rocking a pair of Kyrie's one year. They were in that kind of, you know, you had Kemba rocking the Charlotte Jordan uh, 10s. Yes. Like, that colour scheme is just nice. And if you can build a little bit of enjoyment around being in Charlotte, if you can build a little bit of excitement around the team, potentially get a different head coach that's a bit more of a known name, Maybe a couple more players. If if they do get someone, a marquee potential, because I will still say they don't have a marquee player. I mean, what they're paying Gordon Hayward is, you know. Yeah. 
is it, 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 you know, it's it's giving too much to somebody who doesn't particularly deserve it. A bit like when Trump was president. Yeah, yeah, Gordon. Um, but so you kind of go from there. But no, another team that I've kind of been enjoying watching, and they've been coming up on highlights, and we briefly talked about them. It's the Grizzlies. Yeah. Yeah, I love watching. Like, even without even without Ja Morant, like they were they were a fun team to watch. And you know, now he's kind of back, still hasn't learned how to land properly on a dunk. Yeah. Still freaks everybody out when he lands. He's got Derrick like, Rose vibes, hasn't he? Every single time. Yeah. He kind of gets every single too time high. And I know that sounds stupid, but it it. So like that the other day, he, he he just jumps out the building. He's so athletic, but that's what you pay for, isn't it? That's what you pay to watch. And although you don't want players to get injured, you also do want the highlights. So it's yeah. Catch- like if you said to me like John Morant's not going to dunk anymore because he hasn't worked out to land, I'd be like, well, it's a possibility. Let's not fuck around here. Like, yeah, let the boy go. Yeah, like, we'll get someone to donate an ankle. Yeah, somebody'll do something for him. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. no, I mean, um, but what is what is worth noticing and mentioning as the as the king of basketball, Mark, is uh that's a fantastic jersey you've got on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite I like that. So exclusive shout out to triple triple double hoop were for rocking it. Name on the back. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of things going on at the moment. Uh, this was just a sample, just to kind of see what the quality of the jersey's like. And it's really nice, actually. It's similar to kind of the old champion jerseys. Uh, and it's, it is it is really nice quality. Uh, but I've got a couple of ideas. I'm not going to... I'll tell you after the pod... What 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 the I'm not going to release too much on here because is it the throwback speedos? It, no, well I've got some of them for you. I've got some yeah. of them for you, but yeah, uh, this was just a sample to see the quality of jersey more than anything, uh, and yeah, and it and it work and it works really well, and they're really. Cool. I'm just more I'm just more interested to see, and I want people to comment. Yeah, how long did it take them to realise? Into the podcast that you weren't wearing a Sixers jersey, and oh, it said yeah. throwback store. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, because think because that. you've got the the kind of like similar one queued up in the background, and uh, I'm obviously aware of it because you know fucking ninja and shit. Yeah, you are. Uh, but but mainly just because I thought, what's he wearing a fake Sixers jersey for? There we go. Um, in the top corner. But uh, no, yeah. I was a big fan of that. Like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's some that I've got. Like I say, I'll tell you after the pod. I'll give you a little yeah. bit of an exclusive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the Celtics are looking good as well. Just talking about the Celtics. Obviously, we beat them the other day. Uh, although they've they've obviously lost. Uh, they've not had Kemba for the majority of the season. So uh, on a scale of one to standing on an upturned plug, how much did that hurt you to say? It does hurt. It does hurt. No, do you know what? Do you know what? I love the rivalry with the Celtics, and I love the games because they're always tense. There's, there's a, it, it feels like we're playing for something, 
and we've not played for anything for a while. So it feels like that pride every year, uh, me and Rich Barrett go back and forth, shout out Rich. And uh, like last season, I thought, obviously we we beat them in the season. I think it was 3-1 in the end of the year. Uh, so I thought in the playoffs that we'd have a really, I thought we'd have a chance of playing them firstly. And then, I thought we'd have we'd have a really good chance of beating them. Obviously, we got swept. Simmons was injured. Really disappointing end to the year. Yeah. Uh, so, like this season now, obviously, we played them the other night and beat them, and then we're playing them again tonight. Uh, so, we'll see. We'll see. But I think it, it gives it gives me a good kind of gauge on how it's going to go in the, in the playoffs. With how how we do against the Celtics, because I think those games really mean something through the season. A lot of the games you're gonna have throwaway games where you're gonna rest players, you're gonna put out mad lineups. Obviously, we had the game the other week where we only had seven players. Shout out uh, Tyrese Maxi for absolute balling out, dropping. Did he drop a? Is it thirty nine? Here we are, didn't that he game? He dropped a big number, yeah. Yeah, for a rookie. And he looks great. I don't know how he's dropped to 21 in the draft, by the way. He looks insane. Looks like he's, he's There must t- have been something. But you look at Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. You know, his was down to his injuries and then thinking he might have a glass spine. So, yeah, you know, like it all stems down. But um, another thing that I kind of want to bring up, because we haven't had the opportunity to talk about it, is we have spoken in depth about the City jerseys. Yes. And obviously, at time of recording our last podcast, we had never seen any of them on court. No. But no. now we have. So what I want you to do is pick three jerseys that you weren't particularly keen on, that you may have seen on court, and now have a, re- a revitalised opinion of. Because I've got one straight off the bat. I've got one, and and it's so, and it's so mad. But the Knicks jersey on court actually looks all right. And... and- I was thinking this the other day. I was like, I was watching the game and I was like, that's okay. That, you know, that's not that bad. That's not, I don't know whether it's just the swing man version of it that is fucking dead. But on course, obviously the quality of the authentics is better. Uh, but you wonder how it translates in regards to how do they stitch it? How, Especially with like, like you talked about the Cleveland one before. I liked the idea of it. Obviously, it wasn't a very particularly nice jersey, but I liked the idea that they went with. And then I sit it on court and I was like, nah, just a bit dead. Don't like it. But the Knicks one, I've been really, really like, oh, actually, it's not that bad. And we slagged that off bad. Like we ripped that Austin off. Celtics. I think it looks very clean on court. I'm not speaking about them anymore. I've given them enough. You, you yeah. said, look, I've got one positive out of you. I don't expect any more. Yeah, and um, we've started but, the new year without saying anything bad about the Knicks. I've just said I like the jersey, so new year, new year. Just, just, just to clarify, we have not said anything bad about the Knicks. This hasn't been something we've pre-designed. Knowing the Knicks, they will make us want to call them shit bollocks. Yeah. You know, 
at some point. You know, 90% of Knicks fans, give it two weeks, would rather shit in their own hands and clap than watch them again. So enjoy what you've got. Um, You've got it. We're enjoying it. RJ Barrett's a beast. Oh, yeah. Um, Julius Julius Randle's fighting for that Most Improved Player of the Year award. Yeah. But you also have to remember, guys, that you have got Fibs as a coach, so you've probably got about 10 games left because your players currently aren't (laughs) not playing any minutes. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, back to the jerseys. Uh, the Brooklyn yeah. one, the Basquiat, is that what it's called? Like that one, like that one, just putting it out there. Uh, the Bulls one is fucking beautiful. Yeah, I, I did. I do like the Bulls and uh, the Hawks, which yeah. I was a bit like, Meh, like the idea of it, but oh, I don't know. And then yeah, I see- but the Pope's got one. I know, I know, I know. The Pope. The Pope is Drake, really, isn't he? Everybody's giving him a jersey. Uh, probably less famous than Drake, actually, which is sad. Bit or not sad, him. whichever your religious well, um, view is. While we're, sort of, while we're sort of on about jerseys, uh, the Chicago jersey has been an interesting one. I am obviously a Bulls fan. Um, I did not pick up a Bulls jersey from a reputable consumer as of yet i will not name the brand that is based around four letters currently the lead marketing and apparel sponsor and maker of the nba but you know it's obviously not going to be slanderous but you know it's very synonymous that that um that company with a distinct we'll say tick (laughs) um you know and uh is a tick and ironically, oh, wait for it. Chicago jerseys get delivered. Guess what isn't on them? What? A tick. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. So I, My what? boy Jimmy Zinke, he bought one. He thought he'd been sent a DH gate fake. Sent it back. Because it, he got a refund. So what? So what? It's not come with a Nike tick. Yeah, so obviously you've got the jersey, Chicago here. Yeah. No swoosh here. So he's just blank? Just blank. Why is that then? Don't know. And he's not the only one. It's Mr. Mr. Poopin and Luton as well. His. How strange. But Elliot's a bit of a funny egg, isn't he? And he likes like different jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't like the swoosh in general. So he was quite happy with that. Yeah, he's a fan of it. Yeah, so I was just, I was just kind of interested more in to see if it was a, uh, yeah. And Jimmy's the label was slightly off. There was Fred. Um, the quality. You know, so in simple Fred. terms, what what the basic solution is is, if you're gonna buy a jersey, you're gonna buy a Nike Connect jersey. You're gonna buy any sort of jersey. You should probably buy it from somebody who potentially has won an award for providing fantastic consumer service. Mark Murray. There you go. Yeah, winner of Hooping and Looting. Yeah, winner of Livewire Prestige Awards for for sports company clothing company of the year. So that was a nice surprise. Just I'm basically a real life businessman now. Yeah, a bit creepy that, isn't it? Strange, strange. But yeah, I still don't know. Somebody has nominated me for this award. They couldn't tell me on the phone when they rang me and told me that I'd won the award uh, for due to data protection. 
Uh, so I still don't know who's nominated me for it, but yeah, what won the award? Going to get like uh, culture. Got a culture. You were you were nominated by the culture. Yeah, uh, I've got a. Uh, obviously, when lockdown and everything's finished, they're going to be doing an award ceremony uh, here in Manchester. I'm not here in Manchester because I'm not in Manchester. I'm in St Helens, but in Manchester. Uh, and I can bring some people along. So if you'd like to come, you're more than welcome to. You're more than welcome to head. Obviously, social distance. Can I wear a suit? We, I've got to wear a suit. I might wear a tux. Fucking yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. And so- I've seen the inauguration of Joe Biden. Uh, Jordan once. Yeah. Dior. Professional attire. Well, to wear them. Yeah. And Elliot's obviously. I'm in not going to have the Dior's. I'm probably going to have the like Sikors. I'll draw on them and yeah. shit. Yeah, just draw. So yeah, so I've got so I've got an award ceremony to uh, to head to at some point. Obviously, when lockdown and everything's finished. Uh, yeah, which is nice. It's nice, you, nice, isn't it? Proud of you, mate. Nice being being kind of uh, recognized. Recognized, yeah, is the word I was looking for. Recognized for what you're doing because it is hard work at times so and as and as i've sort of said to you sort of said before and you know we won't touch on it too much because people probably don't want to hear about it but you know you are a one-man band like there isn't you know like there isn't a, a massive warehouse or a geezer that's that's sorting shit out and yeah. you know what i mean and and that's that's worth the credit in itself of, of how hard you've worked um to build up what is single-handedly probably the most well-known uh, retro basketball jersey company um, in in Europe. Yeah. Um, so, sure. you know, celebrities, you've had professional players buy your jerseys, you've been featured in magazines, um, you know me, so you've hit the yeah. pinnacle. Well, that's the biggest um, accolade, isn't it? That's the biggest accolade, is our friendship. You, you, you actually get to have conversations with Shugs, and, and he doesn't fucking like people, so... Yeah, I know. You know, you're doing something right. Yeah, well, if you can get a conversation out of Shugs, you know you're a somebody. Yeah, pretty much. Or a nobody, um, which way, whichever way you look at it. One of them eggs, isn't it? Yeah. But no, no, shout out to you. And uh, obviously, we don't have any questions for this one because no, we don't, we don't, no. we haven't, we haven't had any, um, anything. But it's been nice to see people getting their uh, throwback t shirts free. Yes. Uh, shout out Milko. See, he posted yeah. up about he got his t shirt free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, and there's just there's, there's a few more. So, anybody who's listening to this who has got the throwback t shirt, Sam Blake posted as well that he'd got his. Uh, I want to see pictures of you wearing said T-shirt. That includes you, Ginger Shack. All right. Uh, yeah. So I want to see. I want to see pictures of you wearing these T-shirts, and obviously, I'll post them on my socials, and you get a little bit of a shout out. And I appreciate obviously all your support, and I hope uh, everybody jumps on this and listens and watches and we get the ball rolling again and we keep moving yeah we've got some big things in the pipeline we were discussing it before starting recording uh some familiar faces will be making appearances very soon yeah yeah uh, familiar 
Absolutely. familiar faces not only to the basketball community but the whole world. Say yeah. I say no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will be episode um, twenty, uh, where we get the guest in. So yeah, so exciting, exciting times to yeah. come. So I think we'll leave it there for this one. I think we've yeah, seen- go on then. I haven't spoke to you for a while, but I'm a bit fed up here already. So well, same. I was thinking the same thing. It's like that thing: absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's the opposite, really. Bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, absence makes the heart grow. I don't know. What's the opposite of fond? Dislike. Disdain. I'm pretty sure the opposite. The opposite of uh, fond is denoff. Yeah, well, here we go. There we go. And we've learnt something new. Ginger Shack can decipher words in the opposite way. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant end to the podcast. But as I say, thank you all for watching. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Obviously, it's been a while. Uh, we're going to jump back on it. This one was just basically a little chat because we hadn't seen each other for a while. Uh, but yeah, we'll be coming with more fits. We'll be coming with, and there has been some sick fits, by the way. There has, yeah. In the, in the time that we've been off. Uh, and yeah, so keep keep supporting, keep following the movement, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>